Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp out today. Back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, so the impeachment inquiry was made yesterday by House Republicans. Yes. Of course, big story. Yes. Okay. Before we get into that, I'm going to mention something. We've hit on this before. I think one of our biggest challenges as a country is that we don't have an honest media. And it was never more evident to me than this morning watching it all unfold of how yeah. the coverage would be i watched too i get it um because you know the media lies all the time and what it allows is for instance the doj to be weaponized it allows big pharma to make billions of dollars on medicine that people don't want or need we saw it happen over the last three years it allows the medical industry to make billions off of mutilating the genitals of kids. It allows China to have slave labor. It does. It doesn't call them out on it. Nobody does. It, in our country, though, it allows the far left to rewrite the history of the United States. They're doing it. It allows parental rights to be taken away. Yes. It's, I mean, it's really crazy when you step back and think about what we're watching right before our eyes. It allows illegal immigration to forever change the country and destroy American cities. Yeah. I mean, you, every day the mayor of New York is like, we can't sustain this. I mean, the list goes on and on. When Trump called legacy media the enemy of the people and people are like, oh, man, that seems like a stretch. It is the truth. Mm-hmm. So we have this impeachment inquiry. All right. And we know why. Kevin McCarthy laid it out yesterday. We had this clip yesterday. Just want to play it again. It's like 20 seconds, okay? Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Mm -hmm. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies. Now, we've known this for a while, Mm -hmm. not new news. So many people in America don't know it. So yesterday, when I'm saying, okay, this is at least good news that this impeachment inquiry is happening because a lot of people in America will find out something they didn't know. Right. And then I halted and said, well, they're going to cover the story, right? And we all agreed, yeah, they'd cover the story. But would they cover the details of why? And we should have been smart enough to know, of course they're not. No. And so I'm ready. I'm like, okay, these morning news shows, how are they going to tackle this? Good morning, America, in the open. Impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Speaker McCarthy opens an investigation claiming Biden was involved in his son Hunter's foreign business dealings, despite no evidence of high crimes and misdemeanors. This is the talking point. There's no evidence. No evidence. Everybody's saying it. Everybody. They all got their talking points. They're all saying it. The same thing. Same verbiage every time. Every time. And then you actually find out, and it was from Politico, who's put out on Twitter, that the White House actually sent out the talking points. 
Now you're thinking, why would Politico out the White House like that? Not sure, but we're thinking that reporter from Politico put it out on X, formerly Twitter, to say, see, here's all the proof that Joe did nothing wrong. Right. No, you got talking points, you yeah. dope. Yeah. Don't you get it? it? It blows my mind. That's that's where they're going with this, though. No evidence. And so they have Rachel Scott. She's Good Morning America. She's ABC's political correspondent. And she goes along with the no evidence. After months of investigations, Republicans have so far failed to find any concrete evidence Biden made decisions as vice president to enrich himself or his family. Oh, God. It's the language. Yeah. When he was vice president. Well, wait a second. Hold on. He said he had nothing to do with the business dealings of his son. He was on the phone. We know that. Mm-hmm. We have the bank records and the Department of Justice and the Biden family in the White House have stood in the way of all this information. That was part of the reason for the impeachment inquiry is to be able to get more answers because you got to fill in the gaps. But there's already enough to Im- go ahead with the inquiry inquiry but they're pretending there's not and you know who's behind all of it no orange man bad because these far-right republicans have pushed kevin mccarthy to do this or they'll boot him and it's president trump that's behind it and of course all of this is playing out against the backdrop of the 2024 election publicly former president donald trump has urged his party to move quickly but privately sources tell me that he has discussed this matter with house republicans even receiving an update from a member of leadership after this inquiry was launched george mm-hmm. <laughs> you know kevin mccarthy part of the of the, yeah, they, well, they took what, three different votes before he was finally. Yes. Uh, it was part of the negotiation tactic was, I'm going to impeach Biden. There was enough people that said, I'm not going to vote for you. You, you got to, we, we've got to impeach this. You got to follow. You got to follow through on this leads. and you've got to do this stuff, all right? Yes. And McCarthy agreed. Yes. So that was part of the agreement going in. Donald Trump didn't have a damn thing to do with that. Well, again, man, this is the far right wing um, of the party that's really pushing this. The, these nuts. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, under pressure from the right, reverses course, ordering yeah. an investigation into President Biden. They all got the marching orders. Same ones. Wow. And who is the correspondent from NBC? Is that Ryan Nobles? Yes, I no believe it proof is. of Biden wrongdoing here. The investigation is based on a Republican belief that Hunter Biden traded on his then vice president father's name to win lucrative business deals around the world. Oh, no, they thought he was an energy genius at Burisma. You dope. He never they, he no. never even went to work. <laughs> but they have yet to show any proof that Joe Biden used his influence to aid his son's work or personally benefited from it. Okay, oh are you guys going to mention the shell companies? Are you going to mention the at least $20 million that came in? No, they will not mention it. Are you going to mention Devin Archer's testimony? They won't. None of that. It's just here's the far right Good and Trump's God, behind man. it and Joe did nothing wrong and this is just political attribution and it's a waste of time 
Because you know what's going to happen. This is a disservice to Americans because it's going to get in the way of other important issues. Yeah. I'm serious. Point some Republicans acknowledge. There's a lot of smoke, but we don't know whether there's any truth to it. This comes at a time when Congress must pass a funding bill before the end of the month oh. or risk a government shutdown. They must also pass legislation to fund the Department of Defense, provide assistance to American farmers, and deal with aid to Ukraine and disaster relief. We have significant legislation that we need to pass, and instead the speaker is catering again to the fringe right wing. Yeah, it's just that's all it is. And these poor farmers and the poor people in Ukraine... We're not paying attention to those things. Did you ever hear them describe Gosh. the far left wing pushing a narrative? Of course not. It was never described that way, ever. No, because they're running the show. Golly, man. Yeah. So that's out there. More on that a little bit later. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. There is a highly credible whistleblower, the CIA, that is talking about how six CIA analysts were given hush money to shut them up about the COVID lab leak. Oh, well. Because the CIA was on this, hey, we got to figure out, we're going to do what we can to see what happened here in China with mm-hmm. the old COVID-19 thing. You know, I'm pretty sure it didn't come from the lab, came from the wet market. That's what we heard from Fauci, all of that, right? No, the bats, we know, the wet market, the pangolins. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got seven members of the CIA on this, one a senior member. The senior member is saying, I think it came from the market. It is nature. Cool. The other six are saying, uh, no, that came from the lab. All the evidence we got come from the lab. How much money would it take, maybe, individually, for you to change that opinion? Not so much to say it came from the wet market, but, you know, we just we don't have enough evidence to really know. Could you just yeah. change it to that? They never had enough evidence to know. Unbelievable. They never did. I noticed the legacy media wasn't reporting on that story today. They had enough evidence to give you a vaccine. <laughs> they didn't with where the origin of it. No, we don't know. I know. Uh, also, I know you kept your eye on this today. That convicted killer out yeah. of Pennsylvania was captured after nearly two weeks being on the run. Unbelievable. Did you see how all of media reported to he's here illegally? No. No, they didn't. No. no. Fox did. Yes. I was watching. Well, I, tu- I turned on Fox because I'm like, I'm not getting this story anywhere. Yeah. And they were wall to wall with it at that point. Yes, this I mean, guy was finally killer, man. Oh, my God. He stabbed his girlfriend 40 times in front of her kids. Two kids. Yeah. Dirt bag. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dirt bag. And, and he's, he's also up. They want murder charges from his home country. But just here seeking asylum, I'm sure. Well, yeah. And he was trying to steal bread to feed his kids. Um, yeah. Probably something like that. Of course. That. Okay. But he's been captured. So that's good news. Golly. Yeah. But, and of course, man, uh, did it take a while. Big news in sports yesterday, of course, Aaron Rodgers, the Achilles, out for the year with the Jets. Yep. I almost made the joke yesterday. I'm like, ah, too too far gone. No one even thinks about Colin Kaepernick anymore to even make a joke about it. No. I joked about Tom Brady coming back. Sure enough, I'm looking through news this morning. Could Colin Kaepernick replace Aaron Rodgers on the Jets? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's true story, by the way. I know. I know. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was some onion thing. Remember when he had the yeah. open workouts and then he had to move the location and then people went and saw and they're like, dude, there's nothing there. Even Stephen A. Smith at the time said, it's over, man. Yeah. Give it up. Well, but apparently media will not give up on that story. You know where the narrative's going to go now. Where? 
they didn't sign him because, well, he's an, an African-American who kneeled during the national anthem. But got nothing to do with the fact he hasn't played since 2016 and wasn't very good then. I thought he was mixed race. Oh, it's how you identify. You right. can identify one way that way, not yeah. if you're just one. Okay. Yeah, he won't get to wear the socks depicting cops as pigs now for the New York Jets. Apparently, they hung up the phone like, you got to be kidding me. Oh. Jamal Hill thought it was a great idea, though. <laughs> she did. But Jamal Hill, she's still on that? Jamal Hill was like, this would be great for the NFL and for Colin Kaepernick. Why? It just would be. He can't play. He got <laughs> benched. But long before he ever protested, just as a reminder, he got benched, and a lot of people thought he was just acting out yeah, because he started dating the activist who turned him inside out. He can claim racism now, and that'll that'll add on to his coffers. He'll throw money at him, and you know, this guy's got to keep his name out there somehow. He has no discernible talent. Well, no, no. So there you go. Got to make a living. I wonder if in ten years, when a quarterback goes down, people will still be saying, "What about Cap?" Yeah. Right. What about Cap, yeah. man? Yeah. Come on. What's Jim McMahon doing? <laughs> All right. Much more to get to. Um, oh, the climate emergency that the left is lying about. Update on that and much more coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. Dude Van Camp is out today. Back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. All right. More on the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden coming up. <laughs> a great piece of audio. Uh, one of the Republicans was answering a question from a reporter saying, you know, there's no evidence in corruption. Oh, with Biden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty that's, that's the line. I mean, given the line, that's the line. It is. There's no evidence. Um, and this is an interesting story from Real Clear Investigations. Look at them every once in a while. See what they're, you know, on at the moment. And they've talked a bit about the climate and i you saw the full court press within the last couple of months it's like every other day any sort of weather story is a national story with the doom and gloom oh see and climate change is causing all of it and then it's like here we go again because you've got all these different opinions but some opinions get shut down Mm -hmm. from really well-respected scientists and that's what real clear was talking about and in the story, it says, as the Biden administration and governments worldwide make massive commitments to rapidly decarbonize the global economy, the persistent effort to silence climate change skeptics is intensifying. And you see it all over the place. Oh, yeah. Okay, you just can't get in the way of the narrative. And in the story, it talks about a top academic journal retracted published research doubting a climate emergency saying okay there might be a little warming here all right but we don't have an emergency they put it out there and all of a sudden there was all this negative coverage in legacy media and then they retracted it and it was like wow really and so it talks about in the story that that move was ripped on by another prominent climate dissenter that is roger pelkey jr as one of the most egregious failures of scientific publishing that I've seen. Wow. Okay. So you go along with this story. You've got John Clauser, a Nobel Prize winning physicist, who publicly disavows the existence of a climate crisis. And something that we had talked about before, you know, as you have all, you know, United Nations and Biden and everybody else saying, hey, uh, these people, uh, they're not in reality right now that says there's no problem here. 
um, saying U.S. carbon emissions, you know, uh, need to be cut in half by 2035 and zero emissions by 2050. Because if not, it's an existential threat. Of course. Okay. Is there any other kind? Yes. So we mentioned that 1,600 scientists, among them two Nobel physics laureates, uh, Clauser and Ivar Javier of Norway, and yes, I got the name right as far as you know. Of course you did. Signed a declaration stating there is no climate emergency and that climate advocacy has devolved into mass hysteria. It's 1,600. You're not going to see that in most places. They just will not report on it. Um, but one of the things that's also interesting to me is they're, they're talking about these dissenters. They don't all agree, which is what you would expect if they're being honest. Yeah. Because some say, hey, the clouds decide it, and we're going to be fine. And others say, well, I don't quite believe that. I think we have had, you know, a degree warming, degree and a half. Um, but there's sufficient time to adapt. And if you do what the United Nations and Biden are talking about, you're going to have disaster all over the place. People are going to starve. Well, it's going to be way worse. And this is basically to make billionaires more money. When have we ever taken hysterical people seriously? The more hysterical are you are, the less effective you are in messaging. I don't understand. Because you have a media behind it. But you're screaming like your head's on fire, and and that's the last thing. I mean, if you want to incrementally start to increase these things, yes. and if you want me to come out and say, well, there's no global warming, I'm not going to say there exactly there's no global warming. I'm assuming that we have destroyed some of the planet that we've been living on for thousands of years now. But what they're saying is it's settled science. I, that's it's what warming, I mean. There, but we, and we need societal transformation. No, you have the media behind it, and anybody that says otherwise, you right, shut them there, down. There's no disagreement allowed. It's not. It's just screaming. Yes. We're all going to die! <laughs> and, it, and sometimes I just go, shut up. Yeah. And I want to do just the opposite because you're being crazy. You make me want to do the opposite. Well, you at least want to know the truth. Like, somebody has to push back on that, but they won't report it. You make me want to put an exhaust pipe on myself and just blow out gas. Yeah. Maybe this is why more people prefer animals to other people. We'll get to that stand, coming yeah. up. Oh, and that piece of audio from the Republicans saying, what? No evidence of Biden corruption? Yeah, that's next. Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, out today, back tomorrow. There's a sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. So you've heard about the impeachment inquiry in a little Joe bit, Biden. yeah. I've heard. I've heard there's no evidence whatsoever. So you got the talking points. I heard too, that from the a lot. I heard, well, I just heard it this morning, like 18 different times. There's no evidence. I don't know what's going on here, but there's no no evidence linking Biden to anything. Sometimes they say hard evidence or just evidence uh, lacking evidence. I mean, that was a term that I heard used. Well, good lacking morning, America. Any evidence? So they had. Rachel Scott, and then they bring on a, another uh, political analyst, I guess, whatever. Um, and this was pretty interesting uh, because it was following the White House talking points without correction. Our chief White House correspondent, Mary Bruce and Mary, the White House deciding basically the best defense here is a good offense. Mm-hmm. Exactly, George. The White House has been very vocal about this, adamant that the president did nothing wrong, stressing that even after nine months of investigating, House Republicans have found zero evidence, and noting that even okay. some... <laughs> You're going to blow a gasket. I know. Well, you, I have to laugh because it's insanity. 
We'll get to the audio. No evidence. None. Zero. Yeah, I know. Not but even one. several Republicans, as Rachel said, note that they haven't found anything linking the president to any wrongdoing. The White House in a statement saying this is extreme yeah. politics at its worst. They've oh. also sent a memo to the media urging them to ramp up scrutiny of House Republicans for what the White House is calling an impeachment inquiry based on lies. Hunter Biden's team echoing that, calling this inquiry one that is based on repackaged, inaccurate conspiracies. Okay, tell me if I'm wrong here. Oh, Just a side note. Yeah, if you're a real journalist, no. aren't you offended by that? Who does that? I mean, does I don't I, need I, you telling to tell me, me right. how to do my job. That's not how any of this works. None of it works that way. Which leads me to believe they've been doing it for a while. They have it. When it goes back to Obama. Yeah, they've been doing it for a while. Here, Obama's staff admitted it. We, I mean, these young journos, and they're laughing at them, saying we just kind of give them talking points, and they run with them. It's still going on. Golly, man. So, Damn, okay. that's criminal. That's borderline criminal. It really is. You're impeding an investigation, aren't you? Well, the Democrats have certainly done it. So is the media. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're yes. impeding an investigation. You've got investigation currently going on. You've got impeachment going on. And you're telling people that it's all a lie, and here's how you cover it. What the hell is that? Well, listen to this. So now you have... Uh, what is it, UK's Channel 4 and their Washington correspondent? Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to say the name. I'll butcher it anyway, though. Siobhan Kennedy. Uh, sure it is. C. Kennedy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's talking with Scott Perry, Republican from Pennsylvania. And she's trying to trap him in this, you have no proof. You got nothing. Sort of thing. Right. Listen to how this rolls. This is fantastic. People can't see that. They think no, people go can't this see one. that. They I'll think it's this political one. revenge. Yes. Can I just ask, what actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this this isn't about political... And you can tell she's making a statement sure. more than asking she's a question. reading it right off a sheet, it sounds like. Yeah, of course. Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 cell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, on, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch. The prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. Yes, exactly. You don't report on any of this. And he just laid it out, and then she said it again. No, you don't have anything. Right, I know. It's, I just told you. You have all these shell companies. Yeah. Is that a common thing for families to have? No. I mean, Biden's own words indict him. Billions of dollars coming into the family. Yeah. All the text messages. I got to give half to dad. The big guy. From Hunter. Yeah. All of that. Nope. Media's going to ignore it. It's not an honest media. We already know that. That's just more proof of it. That's un- and that's what makes it frustrating because you have, and we've said it a million times, plenty of people in this country, 
pretty smart, but they only get their news from four or five sources, and all of them are corrupt. They're basically brainwashed. They don't really understand what's going on. You know, I've been around a long time, and you have been too, but I've been around a lot of newsrooms where you get the faxes from people, press releases yes. from city government or, or county government or, or, right. or state government, whatever. You get it. Usually it's to announce something, right? Roads and bridges or yeah. whatever. This day will be so-and-so's day, right, here in the state. A lot of it is, but they don't tell you how to report it. Well, you go they don't out say, and you actually report it. You em- get emphasize that will just emphasize take, how great our whatever. congressman is, and they don't do that. I mean, th- this is unheard of nonsense. And again, who knows how long it's been going on? I don't know. Well, with the whole thing, and you wonder, you know, as Perry was answering that and talking about um, the prosecutor getting fired, mm-hmm. I'm guessing for the majority of people in America, they don't even know what he's talking about. Well, it sounded very John Wayne like when he said it, like we're tough Americans. Biden you're talking about? Yeah, when he was saying the prosecutor Oh, he was thing. bragging about it. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. And, you know, do people actually understand that you're talking about this energy company? Yeah. That's being investigated. The no. energy company in Ukraine is like, we need this prosecutor off of us. Now, we can get Hunter on the board here, and we can pay him handsomely for it. But we need the prosecutor off our back. Do people know that Biden is the one? That goes to Obama and says, I want to be in charge of Ukraine. But it sounded like badass USA is not taking any crap from these guys when he did it. He outed himself. I, he did, But he didn't know it at the time. No, he didn't. No. Because he's always been a bonehead. Right, exactly. And he's bragging about well, it. I'll yes, tell you what. I'll be... We're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Yeah, he got fired. Yeah. He got it done for him. Exactly. Hunter got on the board. There's no evidence. Absolutely no evidence. <laughs> there was any corruption. He said it's right there. And I know the money came in, billions from Russian oligarchs. The end of the Biden family, but there's there you got nothing on this. There's no proof. But again, I clearly remember when that happened. And sure. when it happened, we were led to believe it was him taking a tough guy stance against them. You won't push the U.S. around, pal. We'll oh, tell know. you how it works. Oh, of course. You had no idea what was going on. No, because we don't have an honest media. Damn, Remember man, when no. he said... <laughs> I had nothing to do, and I had nothing to do with any money coming in from China. Joe right. set it up for Hunter. Yeah. You guys don't have any proof of this. Okay, <laughs> do your job for once. Yeah. Crying out loud! All right, I know we got to move on. The time of the show, even without David, may not be the biggest story that you saw out there today, but it caught your attention. You wanted to bring it up. Today, Scott, what's your story? Oh, my story involves Christiane Amanpour from CNN. Oh. She'll be celebrating her 40th anniversary as a journalist <laughs> by the network by selling a commemorative sweater with the proceeds going to a nonprofit for journalists. I didn't even know such a thing existed. But they've made this sweater, <laughs> and they're going to sell it. It's, it's fantastic to mark her 40 years. Yes. Be truthful, not neutral is what it says. <laughs> emblazoned with that message on it. Be truthful, not neutral. The not neutral, I say, is brand on for Christiane Amanpour, by the way. yeah, It's so laughable. Yeah, 10% of the proceeds go to some sort of fund for journalists, 
which I never even knew existed. It sounds like the human fund that George Costanza gave money to <laughs> that never existed. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. But anyway, it, it struck me as funny when I read it because be truthful, not neutral. She's not truthful. It's the lack of no. self-awareness. It's honestly, it's laughable, dude. You can't stop. Well, she's not neutral, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. They should have laughing guy put on there too, with a cartoon balloon. See, some people see that they can't stop. I swear, if she didn't have an accent, people wouldn't take her seriously at all. Well, you, you can't take her serious anyway. <laughs> That's infectious. It is, man. Every time I hear that, I can't stop laughing. Be creepy. Oh, yeah, thank neutral. you. Okay. I actually needed that today. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. Uh, for my story today, with all the heaviness out there. Yes, there is a lot. Um, I will lighten this just a little bit. Um, I had never heard this before. You ever get migraines? I never have, fortunately. That's okay. one thing I haven't gotten. People can get a migraine, and yeah. it's, it's brutal. It'll yeah. shut you down. Debilitating. Yes. For the entire day. Yep. Okay, not a doctor. I'm playing one. I just, you know, see different stories, and this happened to be in the New York Post, that for a lot of people, you can cure it by soaking your feet in hot water. Really? Yes. There's a doctor in Maryland. Specializes in acute and chronic pain. Explained why he thought it could help. Because the hot water dilates the blood vessels in your feet, which pulls blood toward your legs and away from your head. So after 10 or 15 minutes, said it should relieve some of the pressure up there and help with the pain. I'll be danged. And then there are people commenting on it. I know you can't take that as science or whatever. Right. But if you had a migraine and you're suffering. Oh, yeah. You'd try about anything to make it go away. Absolutely you would. People have. Well, they say, don't go too crazy. Some people, you know. With soaking your feet? With how hot the water you would get it. Well, I... Because the hotter, the better until, you know, you're blistering your feet. You I'm a foot that. soaker, so I understand. Excuse me? I'm a fo- I soak my feet. You do? Quite often, yes. I did not know this. Well, I've got a numbness in my feet from when I was, you know, ill. Yes. And uh, that progressively just gets worse, so I soak my feet. I put Epsom salts in there, too. And then does that draw the blood to the feet? I don't know. I just she- makes my feet feel better. Okay. And when I do that, I say, bye, Cracky. It makes my feet feel better. I feel like I'm a thousand years old. But <laughs> Soak my feet. <laughs> so you soak your feet? Yeah. Okay. Do you ever get, like, a pedicure, that sort of thing? No, no, no. I don't want people touching my feet besides I me. Know if, that's it. No. Maybe you'd get out the file and no maybe way. a night when you're going to watch The Bachelor uh-huh. and you Paint got your kitties and, and your blankies kind of around, your essential no. oils going? No, there'll be none of that. Okay. No. Is it like spa time when you do soak the feet? Do you get the essential oils I've got like a little spot. I mean, it's not a spot. It's a little foot thing. I put hot water in it, Epsom salts, and I put my feet in it. I'm asking because you like the essential oils that you burn and your kitties are on your lap, and I was just wondering how they all went together. Dim the lights, put on Dan Fogelberg, and we're (laughs) in good shape. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude, you're killing me. All right. Uh news update on the Biden impeachment (laughs) inquiry and much more coming up. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, so a lot of news around the Biden impeachment inquiry. Okay, and apparently there's rumblings that the White House is not happy with Axios. What they're reporting because they sent out 
this whole package to different media saying, here's how you handle this. Yeah. Okay. There's no proof. Okay. There's a lot of pressure on uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy from the far Far right right. wing of the Republican Party to do this or they're going to oust him. So he's just feeling the pressure and he's going forward with this. And there's really no proof. And there's so many Republicans that are saying, I I don't I don't think we have the hard proof here. Mm hmm. But Axios apparently, what, just disregarded that from the White House? Because it says in their piece from Alex Thompson, just before the 2020 election, Joe Biden and his campaign said his son Hunter hadn't made money from China and that Biden hadn't met one of Hunter's Ukrainian business associates while he was vice president, except for maybe a brief hello. But both of those claims were false. (laughs) And that's sworn testimony by Hunter Biden and his business partner, Devin Archer. Yeah, Devin Archer. Yeah. But that name never comes up when no, you ever. see ABC, and NBC. This guy had the goods on everything. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And then they go to Axios, why it matters. House Republican leaders now have zeroed in on those two denials by Joe Biden in 2020 to help justify an impeachment inquiry into the president. Well, there's that. And then there's the bank records. And something else that doesn't get brought up that much, and I forget the exact number, but it was over 70 times banks had flagged these transactions. Hey, this looks like laundering. What's going on here? Because you had all these shell companies from the Bidens. And it's like, well, where's the money going? And then some people are out there. Well, okay. So so say... um, he was giving the appearance, Hunter was, of being able to influence Biden. But there, there's no proof of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as your regular Jamoke talking on the radio, doesn't it make you curious, though? Think about Ukraine right now. Billions of dollars constantly headed over there. We've known for years it's one of the most corrupt countries. And we're not supposed to ask, hey, the billions of dollars that we're going to fight this war against Russia, it's not going to any of these oligarchs, is it? Hey, never you mind where that money's going. It's being put to good use. Trust us on that. Right. Really? Right. Or the whole deal with China and Hunter Biden and that company. Those are flat-out lies. Yeah, and the fact that the claim is no evidence is remarkable. And look at, look at our position with China yeah. right now, well, yeah. with Biden. Yeah. It's not fair to be curious that maybe this dude's compromised. Mm. And still making decisions based on past relationships because maybe they have the goods on both Hunter and Joe. Oh, man. Seems like it'd be something that you would be curious about if you were a real journalist. Well, again, just keep pushing forward with it, McCarthy. Don't let up. Don't take your foot off the gas. Just go. You're out here now. Go ahead and follow through. Get the rest of the information. Eventually, these people are going to look like the dopes they are. Yes. Well, just like Russia collusion, do they care? Right. Well, you don't no. know. Uh, poll out there: Do you prefer people or animals? Forty-four mm, percent, including Scott Robbins, yeah. said animal. Forty-one yeah. percent said people. Fifteen percent said they don't know. Yeah. Which maybe is code for depends on what day it is. I don't know. Man, animals never say there's no evidence. Who's likely to prefer animals over people? Women or men? Women true yeah this is the mark the van camp and robin show are you ready
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp is out today, back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, a lot going on. Uh, the killer that was on the loose in Pennsylvania, he was caught earlier today. Yeah, two weeks later. I, I Wouldn't you love to... I mean, I would love to know how this guy did it for two weeks. I think we're going to end up finding out. I, I, I really am. I'm, I'm curious. Dan, you pointed this out. Not a lot of legacy media talking about him being here illegally. Oh, no, that's that's verboten. Yeah, we can't say that. You don't want to do that. No. no. He, he was and is here illegally. You know, by the way, you know what? I'm just going to get this out of the way. Goofnut Dan Goldman asked about the migrant, the border crisis in yeah. New York City and yeah. you know people here illegally, and it's a threat. Oh, sure. It's a security threat. Yes. Just... Uh, not so much, says Dan Goldman. Okay. I don't know if you okay. heard this. No. Van Camp sent this to me. Uh, later yesterday, Roll. Do you not think that the migrant crisis or the southern border situation is at all a security threat to New Yorkers? I, I don't think it's any more of a security threat to New Yorkers uh, than domestic violent extremism. Oh, my gosh. These guys, these freaking weenies. They just stick to the talking points. It's unreal. It really is. How can you say that? How can you say that? I guess you it's can. not a threat at all. Well, no more than the extremists, because you're paid to say it. I guess What's that's part of the job. They you? give you the marching orders. Good God! They take man. your soul. I'm oh, not quite sure. Cow. I don't know that he really believes that. I can't really think that. But then again, you have a media today saying, as far as this Biden impeachment inquiry, no, no proof. They've got no evidence of any wrongdoing right. from the president. It's just all these bank records and yes. the money coming in from foreign entities going to the Biden family members through these shell companies. But you don't have any proof. What? I know. It... Well, and the Department of Justice is helping to stand in the way of the committees getting more information. So by having subpoena power... Through the impeachment inquiry process, you can hopefully get more answers because it's all there. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it, I and when they say that, I guess I can't. That someone, uh, what under oath, Devin Archer is lying. Hunter Biden's business partner, business partner, is saying, well, "Of course, Joe knew. Of course, he, yes, about the business." If dealings. Joe didn't know, there is no deal. Do you understand that? It, without course, Joe, none of this happens. Of course Joe is involved. Why in the world would a company like Burisma, they, energy company in Ukraine, want Hunter Biden on the board, paying him over a million dollars, Yeah, <laughs> if they don't have some sort of influence? Guy's too drugged out to be a roadie for the Almond Brothers, but hey, we're going to put him on the board of Burisma. Unreal, man. Yeah, it's, and it's there's so incredible. many moving parts to it, but that's the big one. That when you're just having a conversation with people, yeah, I'm like, well, it doesn't seem like there's any proof. I'm like, do you, are you familiar with the bank records part of this? What do you mean bank no. records? Are you familiar with 
all these shell companies that are set up for the Biden family members. And that's how the money runs through. What? Where's familiar? the money coming from? China? Russia? Huh. Ukraine? What? Are you familiar with Devin Archer or Bobolinsky or any of these other people? No. I mean, for crying out loud, we're just dismissing these people as big liars. But I saw Rachel Scott on Good Morning America say this. Speaker Kevin McCarthy pushing forward with an impeachment inquiry into President Biden over allegations that he benefited from his son Hunter's business dealings. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. For months... Notice that clip. They don't get into the specifics. No. They always stay away from it. It's part of the strategy. For months, McCarthy has faced increasing pressure from the far right wing of his party, yeah. threatening to oust him as speaker if he doesn't move quickly. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Just weeks ago, McCarthy said... So show that clip of Matt Gates. See, it's these people demanding it. That's the only reason that yeah. Kevin McCarthy is doing this. From these crazy right wing nuts... I mean, that's what they're trying to get across to people. Just weeks ago, McCarthy said he would only launch an inquiry through a vote on the floor and not through a declaration by one person. But now, a sudden reversal. McCarthy opening the probe on his own. No problem when Nancy Pelosi did that with Trump. Well, I was just going to say that. You know, I mean, I think there was a cautionary tales being thrown out there when they kept going after Trump time and time and time and time and time and time again. That, hey, if the tables are turned, don't think this can't happen to us. It will. Well, and, that, and now it is. Well, and that's partly what their narrative is. This this is just this political fighting. There's really nothing to this. Well, because they're ignoring the evidence. Politics are always involved, of course. But there's a reams of evidence here. Reams of it. Well, much more than the P tape. <laughs> I mean, much more than Russian collusion. You know. Well, if you go back to the impeachment and the phone call with Ukraine saying, hey. I heard about this with Biden and the corruption. Guess who was right in the end? Yeah. Trump was right. Yes. You just needed to follow it. Jeez. And then uh, Biden, he never talked about any business deals with his son. Remember that? I've never spoken to my son about drugs. I mean, you don't even have media admitting that he lied about that. So it's really interesting. There's plausible deniability there. I don't know if he actually said his son's business deals. I'm not sure that's what he actually said. Okay. You know what? Before we move off of this, with all media, it seems like, and to be fair, I didn't see CBS at all this morning. I saw the NBC and the That's ABC. What I did the okay. same thing. All right. Uh, but Catherine Heritage. Heritage? Heritage. Heritage. I think, yeah. She did the reporting, and I remember Van Camp at the time saying, hey, she's really doing good here. I don't know what's going on with CBS, but she's actually reporting. And then we heard it. We're like, wow, she really is. That's good. Uh-huh. Okay. As they're putting out the narrative, there's no proof. I went back and listened to her story. What was this, from a month ago, six weeks ago? Yes, I think six, well... Somewhere in there? Yeah. Listen to parts of this. CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. Yeah. Okay. We've caught the lies. Here's the money. Here's the shell companies. Oh, it's just unfounded. They don't have anything. What? We will focus on James Biden, the president's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Grassley. 
Grassley talked about that. Our interview, Grassley did not allege the Bidens broke the law, but he said it's concerning that both Hunter and James Biden were promised retainers for their China work totaling $165,000 a month in 2017. Yes, and the bank, this goes back to 2014 when he was vice president. 2019 subpoena, verified by CBS News, shows federal investigators also sought Hunter and James Biden's business records from a major U.S. bank dating back to 2014 as part of a separate probe by the U.S. attorney in Delaware into possible violations of tax and foreign lobbying laws. So you're going to tell me that that doesn't warrant more investigation because you have, again... The Department of Justice and the Biden White House stonewalling for information. Well, you don't have hard evidence because you're blocking it. <laughs> well, that's something I get into the aliases. Why? Why the alias? Oh, that's another point. I, exactly. I mean, why? Again, man, you just want the American people to know the whole thing and then decide. But media is going to do everything they can to keep that from happening. I have. I ask anyone here listening: Do you have three aliases that you use in your life <laughs> to avoid disclosure? Does anybody do that? No, not unless they're trying to hide something. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you have that going on out there. A little bit later, we got to get to the uh, story about the deal with Iran oh, and yeah. the six billion in cash. Mm-hmm. Because you have our State Department saying, well, you know, it's very specific how they can use that money. And the president of Iran saying, we can use that money however we want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what you already know anyway. Um, but yeah, there's more on that and more on the lies about climate change. Uh, there's a whistleblower from the CIA that's saying, okay, we were paid to say that it didn't come from the lab, that we just didn't have enough evidence to decide. This is incredible, too. It really is. I mean, I mean it's corruption everywhere you look. We'll gonna, get to that a little bit later. They're going to roll out this vaccine very soon, within the what, weeks or days now, the new vaccine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to me to see how many people are actually going to roll up their sleeves and line up to take I can't it. Can't see it, man. I mean, it's really, is, is it going to be 10%? I think it's going to be a big fail. 8%? I mean, no one we'll wants this thing. No. Um, and there's a group back in the news. If I say the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Oh, yeah. The, they're at the baseball game. Yeah, The Dodger game. Yeah, I remember them. Masturbation with a cross and all that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. man. Yeah. And so the Dodgers, remember, it went back and forth. Oh, they're not invited. And then there was a backlash from the Alphabet Mafia. And, and so then the Dodgers caved. And then they re-invited them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so then they were back. A couple of the players bitched about it. And they were yes. jettisoned off the team then. Yeah. I guess it proved that the Dodgers hate you just like Major League Baseball. Scott I, know. I know. I've heard it. David's not here, so I yeah, have to I mention. That's all right. Hate you. Uh, one of the members of that group uh, in the news. It's shocking that this 53-year-old dude was arrested uh, for public, you know. La, 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 la. If you're new to the show, yes, uh, that means he was. That's uh, code for. It was. Pleasure of the self variety is that yes I'm trying to make it family friendly yes I don't know exactly self pleasure yes. yeah mm-hmm. that's the best way to say it we just say we code it la, 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 la. right yeah, I think so. that's the sound he's making yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah. yeah. The, thank you for yeah. that yeah anyway uh, <laughs> and is that a park that's like kid friendly oh geez see are you surprised or no you shocked? not at all not at all how are the Dodgers feeling about that today. 
They get representation. That probably have a night. There. You can only buy a single ticket. <laughs> of all the jokes, I thought you might come with it. I did not see that one coming. Well played, Scotty. That's a good one. Okay. The CIA also corrupt. That and much more coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, is it just me? This seems like a huge story. That's seeing it, well, outside of conservative media, I guess. Um, Jordan Boyd reporting for The Federalist, talking about the highly credible whistleblower from the CIA, and that the CIA offered six analysts hush money to shut them up about the COVID lab leak. Holy smokes. Um, The way the story goes, and this was from two letters, uh, that were written to the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Um, this whistleblower says, okay, here's how this goes down. Um, we had, you know, these people that have scientific backgrounds, you know, highly credible, that were given a significant monetary incentive to say that the COVID leak didn't come from the lab in Wuhan. God. You believe that? I mean, I guess, you, of course you can. Yeah, I But can. isn't there still part of you that's like, whoa, really? You know, we talk about holding Biden accountable. When are we going to hold Fauci accountable? Is that ever going to happen? You know, I heard... Because he's involved in this nonsense up to his eyeballs. I heard different people asking officials, like, okay, you're going after Biden. Yeah. And as I've said for a long time, Mayorkas should be impeached. Absolutely. Mary Garland should yes. be impeached. Yes, they both should And they're be. like, well, you don't have time to do this with everybody. But yes, I mean, it's like one after another after yeah. another. People have flat out been caught in corruption. And now you've got this story. Yeah. Um, so the chairman of this committee noted that the COVID discovery team members from the CIA were... Um, experienced officers with significant scientific expertise and were well qualified to give the assessment that they gave, which is, yeah, all the evidence here, that came from that lab. Yeah. And so apparently the CIA, unsatisfied with its analyst conclusion, allegedly dangled uh, financial incentives. Maybe to change your mind a little bit. And you wonder why the American people don't trust these institutions anymore. No, we don't trust you. No. We have no reason to trust you. Um, So then the whistleblower said, yeah, a financially motivated flip-flop may have occurred. (laughs) May have. Which led to the eventual public determination of uncertainty. No one really knows. I don't know. We'll ever know if it came from that wet lab or if it was. There's no evidence. Or the wet market or the lab. Or the pangolas. Or maybe it was, it was a wet lab that we don't even know about. It could be. Maybe I just stumbled it could on could be that. a damp web. Uh, it could be. Lab. Yeah. I don't know, man. Stupid. Holy smokes. It just, all right, so. Stack it onto the cynicism that builds. People wonder all the time, why is why are Americans so cynical? Well, good reason to be cynical. Yes. And again, there's so many people that don't even, they'll never hear that story. I have no idea that it even happened. No. Okay. On a lighter note today, um, 
Well, sometimes you're interested in athletes dating celebrities and wondering what's going to happen to them. Is this a bad move for their career? It usually is, yeah. Well, you're certainly familiar with Travis Kelsey. Yes. Tight end, Chiefs. Yes. Stud. Yes. Great player. If you're not a Chiefs fan, by the way, chances are you can't stand that guy because he's a showboater and he's that good. If he plays on your team, you love that guy. I kind of like him. I'm not necessarily a big Chiefs fan, but I kind of like the guy. He makes me laugh. The question is, is he dating Taylor Swift? Well, you're a fan of both then. I don't know about a fan. I, I, I appreciate what she, who she is and what she's done. Yeah. I mean, Even who she is. Why? Well, not about who she is, but yeah. what she's doing here is obvious. I mean, he's being used as a muse for the next record. <laughs> okay. Travis Kelsey is being used as long as he understands that going in. Well, the New York Post, they are all over this type of stuff. And apparently on the podcast that Travis Kelsey's brother hosts. Yeah. You know, the brother that plays for the Eagles. Right. Like, what is the... What does Taylor think of the new mustache look? Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Uh-huh. It's like we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift in this episode, but I bet she likes it. But she and then there's it. a source saying, "Yeah, they've been quietly hanging out." He was whatever in New York. that means. Yeah. Well, he's, he he did miss the opener. He was injured. So what's the prediction? Is his production going to go down because of this? Uh, yes, it will. <laughs> yes. Okay, I figured it would. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right. Without David here, I'll ask you the biggest story of the day is what, Scott? Oh, gosh. I I think it's probably got to be the capture of this fugitive for two weeks that's been on the lam in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean, that was all over the place. How the guy Spider-Manned his way out of of jail. Wild. Yeah, climbed a wall, essentially, and uh, was on the lam for for two weeks. They finally got him today. No shots were fired. Uh, They brought him in alive. He was wearing an Eagle sweatshirt. Did you know that? I didn't see that. Yeah, and they took that off of him, by the way. He was. I swear that's true. <laughs> Eagle! <laughs> I was thinking Fetterman right away. Eagles! Eagles! Yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, an, oh, an update on New Mexico and the gun laws. Straight yeah. ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp out today. There's Scott Robbins. All right. We'll get to New Mexico in a second. Of course, one of the big stories still covered all over the place is the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden and the media's reaction. Got their talking points from the White House to say, well, there is no real proof here. Yeah, we're, no, we're not making we're not just speculating on that either. They did get their talking points from the White House. Yes. Politico shared it, actually. Yes. On X, formerly known as Twitter. Unbelievable. And, you know, <laughs> you get the different news cable outlets and i'm not talking about fox talking cnn msnbc you know oh this is just some sort of political retribution and trump is you know basically still running the right wing of this party and they put the pressure on kevin mccarthy to do this i think 20 years from now lord be willing if we're still around i think the headline will be trump did something (laughs) i mean from the grave at that point too who knows Oh, his influence is still felt today. Today, it's reverberating. Within the, right. Blah, 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 blah. The biggest threat to the American people. Yes. You remember during the election cycle last time and the New York Post? Wait a second. It's not just that this guy was this 
you know, drug addict going berserk. Right. It ties into his dad. Yeah. And you had Tony Bobolinsky talking about, yeah, there were business deals that were going down. It was illegal. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened. He knew it. Yes. And all these people that were getting in the way of this information, and you had big tech censoring. And I'll never forget, and this was just a few months ago, that on Morning Joe, Joe actually said it was horrific that no one covered that Hunter Biden story at the time. What? And the the same people, like, trying to play it now, like, yeah. I mean, we need an honest media. And they're all part of this apparatus that doesn't want people to understand what's truly going on. Listen to this joke. What about during the campaign? Not only did mainstream media not pick it up, but also you you had bans from Twitter. You had bans. I don't know about you. I don't know. But there were social media bans on this being misinformation. And I think what we all need to really examine, it's not Hunter Biden. Because I've always sort of seen it as a Billy Carter situation. It's what the media did do and what the media didn't do. Most importantly, what the media did and didn't do during the end of that election cycle. New York Post comes out Uh with it. They're the Mm -hmm. only one that comes out with it. And then it is banned on social media. That's bad. Yeah, it's it's horrific. It's horrific. And where are you today? I was just going to say, I'm very confused over that. Yeah. Are you saying, hey, the media is not telling the truth about this impeachment inquiry? Of course not. You're in the chorus because you're a joke. Golly. I mean... It is. It's so nauseating, man. Okay, let's move on to the New Mexico story. There'll be more on that a little bit later. So from what I understand, Scott. Yeah. You have the governor there. Yeah. Trampling on Second Amendment rights. Yes. Concealed carry. Nope, not in this area. Can't do it because I make it an emergency declaration because we got too much violence. We got people dying. Well, the minute she said that, people are like, wait a minute, you can't do that. You can't do that. And she said, I think I can. Sure as hell can. Well, in New Mexico, the attorney general is the chief legal counsel, of course, yeah. for the executive branch of government. Raul Torres' duty, again, is to help the governor when they face legal issues. But he said, I'm not going to support these her in these lawsuits over this Ooh. public health order. I'm not going to do it. The attorney general did send a letter to her to let her know he will not defend. There are now four lawsuits against her, by the way. There's many more coming. Oh, yeah. Though I recognize my statutory obligation as New Mexico's chief legal officer to defend state officials when they are sued in their official capacity, my duty is to uphold and defend the constitutional right of every citizen that's present. He also criticized the governor's order. He said, I don't believe an emergency order will have any meaningful impact on public safety at all. But more importantly, I do not believe it passes constitutional mustard. By the way, he's not alone. Growing lists of New Mexico law enforcement leaders are also speaking out, almost all of them, exclusively going, whoa, wait a minute. You can't just unilaterally virtue signal like this. You can't do it. No. No. I think uh, she's going to look like an idiot. She, I think she thought she was going to build her stature as the virtue signaling savior. Maybe. Oh, they all do. They have the delusions of grandeur when they do this stuff because nobody's ever slapped them down. Well, it was either that or it was a trial run. And she got orders. Uh, well, unless they may. Yeah. Who may, knows? Hey, listen, somebody needs to throw away their political career. You, your turn. <laughs> well, yes. Or thinking, well, let's see how this goes if we before we try it somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I mean. You they, know, and Van Camp brought it up. There are going to be plenty of sheriffs and we're going to play along anyway. No. But, you know, 
We talked about this yesterday when she said, we've tried everything. We've tried everything to curtail this violence. And a lot of us are sitting there going, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Why don't you try to get the illegal guns off the street? Not from law-abiding citizens, but people, people that are in possession of guns illegally to do the shooting. Why don't you focus on that? You know, and before you did something stupid like she just did, don't you think you would want to know whether or not it passed constitutional muster or not? Wouldn't you go to the AG and go, hey, I'm thinking about doing this? I don't think that was the case. I, don't, I, I think, think it was a trial balloon. No, I don't. I think it was planned and, and by the party. You may be 100% right about that. But they need, yeah, either, they either needed a sacrificial a lamb, and they went ahead and Whichever. took her. Yeah. Yes. I, you, you may be right. I, I don't know. You know, we've talked about this before. This is cities across America. Okay. I mean, Peoria, Illinois. And this was on the news last night because you have a 14-year-old boy shooting a 17-year-old dead. Yeah. Okay? Yep. All right. And it was W-E-E-K with the report. Uh-huh. Okay. I saw it. And, and they go yep. to the chief of police. Yep. Okay. And he said something that I thought was like a... I, I stepped back for a second and go, wow, I don't think I've heard this before. No. And if this is the issue all over the place, wow. Roll it from the report and then you'll hear him. Peoria Police Chief Eric Echevarria says the violence among these young people is the result of a violent culture and easy access to weapons. We have adults who get into fights with minors. We have adults who are instigating the fights with minors. And we have adults who have, quite frankly, given guns to minors to go shoot somebody. Adults have to be adults. Parents have to be parents. Hold on a second. Yeah. I think the same part caught your attention. And we yeah. have adults who have, quite frankly, given guns to minors to go shoot somebody. I've never heard that from any law enforcement agency anywhere after a shooting. I mean, I don't doubt that it's I, true. I, oh, I don't either. He's not lying. No. Okay. If all these cities where you're seeing this happen are not trying to get serious about putting people in jail mm -hmm. that are in illegal possession or, goodness gracious, adults giving kids a gun to say, yeah, go take care of that person. Wow. Yeah. Should be doing as much time as the person that pulled the trigger. 100% agree with you. Yes, indeed. Um, it, it It is shocking, though, when you hear it. Yeah, you're like, whoa, because, hold on a second. Yeah, you have adults giving them the weapons to go do what they do. As a matter of fact, encouraging it. Yeah. It's insanity. Yes, and but you could certainly believe it. That's a cultural shift that needs to take place, and there's no easy answer to that one. No, and isn't. you know, I mean, you could go and talk to, well, if you're talking with conservative black leaders and they start talking about fathers in oh. the home. That falls on deaf ears. Well, you get shouted down. Well, of course. Because, because that's not the utopia the left wants. Well, there's also a right, there's a culture that exists that that Who needs a man? doesn't need men for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Need a man to help raise, you know, young boys into men? No. We don't need that. We can do it ourselves. We can keep going, I guess, with <laughs> the way our society's going. Yeah. And the left's vision of utopia. But I think we all know where it ends. Freaking destruction. It's, I mean, absolutely awful. On that, totally different topic. 
Bridget Fetisy. We had her on the show a long time ago. Wow. Long before me. Now, you were on it. I just don't think you remember. Oh. Yes. We had interviewed her. Did we? Right. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Well, I think it, there was a time, you know, during the show, we were like, you know what? It'd be fun to interview some people. With three people on the show, it's tough to interview somebody. Yeah. And we're like, okay, probably not our strong suit. I mean, I enjoy interviewing people. She was a fun interview. Um, and I remember at the time she was talking about the Me Too movement. and like, hey, let's not get too crazy. You still want a guy to be a guy. Yeah. You know, ask you out and not be afraid to kiss. I don't want a guy asking me. Is it okay if I kiss you? <laughs> I didn't want a man just to give me a kiss. Right. You know, you kind of, you know, sense the body language and whether that person wants to be kissed or not, that sort of thing. But she wrote this whole piece about how crazy it's gotten with the trans issue. And she wrote this piece saying why women need to feel fear. She said, feminists, when I was growing up, uh, used to encourage girls to get loud and rail against the social pressure to be compliant and nice. We were taught to push back against the idea that women need to be appealing to men because their comfort mattered more than ours. Now we live in a radically different world, a world in which a generation of young women is being taught to disregard the fear that they might feel in a threatening situation. They're told not to trust their intuition. They're called bigots and sent death threats if they suggest that they feel uncomfortable in the bathrooms and changing rooms or even in shelters for survivors of sexual abuse. Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. I'm thinking, and it's been said many times, you need more women standing up and actually saying this. And she wrote, as a sexual assault survivor myself, I fought back tears watching Paula Scanlon testify before a House Judiciary Subcommittee about her experience of being on the UPenn women's swimming team with the transgender athlete Leah Thomas. And then in quotes says, I know of women with sexual trauma who are adversely impacted by having biological males in their locker room without their consent. I know this because I'm one of these women. And she talks about how she felt rage in that and that we're actually living in this time where if you're a woman, you're just supposed to accept that, even though yeah. the fear in you and your intuition, which used to be, you know, admired, is no longer. Because then you're a bigot. And it's, a, it's worth a read. Um, it's at unheard.com. The other thing she says in there is Oprah used to have this guest on, and I didn't watch Oprah, that would talk about these things, you know. And even had the person back on years after it was a book called The Gift of Fear, a guide to understanding how your instincts about other people can keep you safe as a woman. Mm -hmm. And she asked the question, where is Oprah now? Great question. Yeah. Where is Oprah with trying to protect women right now? She's getting tons of photo opportunities and disaster sites. And getting backlash because of that. Yeah. Uh, don't know if you saw this. The number one decongestant in America doesn't work. I read this. I've used that decongestant several <laughs> times. Millions of people have. I swear it worked. It's a placebo. It just, you know. People somebody are tells me it does. Ticked off. I know they should be. To find this out. We'll get to that. And a news update. Straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley. David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Maybe you saw the news. Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un hanging out. Yeah, how about that? In Russia. Yeah. Arms talks. 
because yep. there's certain things North Korea needs they don't have yet that Russia has. They can show them how. And apparently Russia's getting low on ammo. North yeah. Korea could help them out with that. Yeah. They're not currently using as much. No. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to see here. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> Joe's got this. Of course he does. Meanwhile, we're making the deal with Iran. Six billion dollars. Yeah, what's Giving the... them the prisoner swap. Why are we saying we're not doing that? Well... The administration is saying, well, that's not really how this is going down. I mean, we get to decide how that money's spent. Yeah, it's like I mean, a humanitarian aid. It's it's like Bobby Bonilla, right, though? Every year they go to the mailbox and there's another million and a half dollars there. Isn't that how they're doing it? They're just no. spreading it out over a period of time? Dude, it, it's basically you have a bank account as an individual and someone says, now, hey, I'm going to give you money, but it's only on health equipment, Scott. Oh, I, oh okay. They want Okay. But then I then I would have to say, you probably need some sort of verification that that's actually what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we're telling our people what we're getting. Meanwhile, the president of Iran is like, up yours. Yeah. We spend it however we want. Right. God. Which, if you had to guess, how's that going to go down? Oh, man. And it's not like Iran has stopped trying to be a nuclear power. Yeah, not well, like they've been following the rules. We just throw these numbers out too. Six billion. You don't even think about it. Where's that six billion? Oh yeah. What? Hear, well, that's just it's tiny. What? It's tiny. I know we're over thirty trillion in debt and God all that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. He whiz, man. Meanwhile, um this is wild to me and a lot of people. Um an advisory panel for the FDA announced that the most popular decongestant in America doesn't work. Golly, I've used this too. You know, Ephraim? Yeah. It's in all these cold medicines. Yes. Like Dayquil, Mucinex. I've used Dayquil, Mucinex. I've used them all. Vicks, Sinex. Yeah. yeah. Nasal spray. All of them. I thought I felt better, too. Tylenol, cold and flu. Yes, I didn't. Benadryl, Allergy Plus. All of it. Certain types of Robitussin. Yep. Sudafed PE. Um, Robitussin and Jack Daniels is very good, by the way. You didn't do that. Not saying I did. Sounds either. good. <laughs> so these committee members agreed. It's not dangerous, but there's no proof it helps when you're stuffed right. out. Right. It's, it's so they think it should be pulled from the shelves. God dang. That's got to be half of the stuff that's out there. Well, maybe in your case, you just keep taking it and you just keep believing that you feel better. I don't know, man. I've done the Dayquil, NyQuil. But here's the thing. Quill, done it all. Um, okay. I don't know if you heard this part of the story. The... Uh, I always pronounce pronounce it all jacked up. Uh, pseudoephedrine. Yeah, pseudoephedrine. Nice. It's the better type of pseudoephedrine that does work, but it's harder to get now because people used to steal it to make meth. Of course. Meth ruins everything. <laughs> if you take nothing else away from the show today, yeah. meth ruins everything. <laughs> Words of wisdom. From Scott R. Robin. Thank you. There you go. This is the Markley Van Camp Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp's out today. Back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. A lot to get to. How about that deal we made with Iran? We'll get to that in a sec. Before we get there, a uh, lot of reaction to the impeachment inquiry. To President Joe Biden mm-hmm. and the House Republicans. Yep. You know there's no evidence for this. It's <laughs> what we're hearing I from know. legacy media. It's such a dumb argument. I mean, I, I guess getting back to your initial point on all this is, if, if people don't know, they'll just assume that's true. Because nobody's reporting what it really is. No, we all know people that would only get their news yeah. from, you know, left-leaning and media it's, it's outlets. It's not really even their fault. They just don't know. They haven't heard. Well, you know, it depends on who it is. Yeah. Because every once in a while you'll say, listen, uh, at least keep an eye on some other outlets. Even if you disagree with them, right? to have an idea what else is out there. Or you're going to get brainwashed. Yeah. And... Sure enough, I mean, that's what we're seeing, really, on a number of different topics. It's stunning, though. That you they... still have over 50% of the country believing in the Russia collusion story with Trump. Yeah. So, you know, you tune in today because we knew that part of this story is about the bank records and the Biden family, all this money coming in from these foreign entities. They can lay out what the New York Post had, all the reasons for this impeachment in a second. But you're wondering, okay, are they at least going to talk about all the money that came into the family? That sort of thing. After months of investigations, Republicans have so far failed to find any concrete evidence Biden made decisions as vice president to enrich himself or his family. Oh, it's the language. Hmm. Yeah, it's the language. Concrete. No, right. Hmm. Well, you understand why the inquiry, right? No. You you really don't? There should be no inquiry. There's nothing to it. There's no, there's no smoking gun here. Well, and from NBC, their correspondent, what, Ryan Nobles? Yeah, Ryan Nobles. The reason the Republicans are doing this, it's, it's pressure from Trump and the far right. That's the reason. Savannah, good morning. And the decision by McCarthy to dive headfirst into an impeachment showdown comes at a time when Congress has a lot of work to do on issues that impact you millions suck. of Americans. <laughs> you just suck. And set the stage for a chaotic... Yes. Oh, you know, you this... just suck. Yeah, there's no time for this sort of behavior. What, what's going on here? There's a lot of important things that have to happen here. There could be a government shutdown. What are we messing around with this for? The president lied. I know. They've caught him in a lie. They won't, they won't report it. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is going all in. I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The Speaker launching an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden on his own, without a vote of the full House. Like Nancy Pelosi did. Right. With it's- Trump. It's just such garbage. And goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, he, he sets it up two ways. He sets it up first by saying there's so much business that needs to be done. In other words, indicating they're wasting their time on this. This is frivolous. The American people's business needs to be done. And then, of course, we get to the diving head first into, well, there really isn't any proof or evidence here. Okay. These guys, man. From the Post. You know, in eight months, House GOP probes have proven that Joe was in close cahoots with Hunter's Enterprises. He broke bread with Hunter's clients, jumped on calls with them, even wrote at least one college recommendation. And when Hunter's Burisma paymasters demanded rescue from Ukrainian corruption and the prosecutors, Biden withheld the billion dollars in U.S. aid until he was fired and 
Well, the guy got fired, as you know from the famous clip, and the son of a got fired. Got fired, yeah. He bragged about it. Okay, so they're trying to investigate the House Republicans, and they're stonewalled in a lot of different areas. This should help the impeachment inquiry. And I think this is true. The American public needs to know what's in the thousands of pseudonym emails Joe was then sending. All these names, these aliases, what's that all about? Did Joe benefit directly, or was it just the rest of the family? Was it like nine members of the family getting money, talking millions of dollars through these shell companies? And I noticed in at least ABC and NBC this morning, they didn't mention the shell companies or the family getting millions of dollars. As Kevin McCarthy laid out yesterday, they only cherry-pick clips. Joe Biden had two homes, elaborate homes, on a senator's salary and on a vice president's salary. But that the whole thing about media, legacy media, they're not there to inform the public. It's propaganda. That's just a sad truth. But Trump, and when Trump said enemy of the people, it is true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. I mean, it's garbage. I mean, of course. Ugh. Meanwhile, you know, Monday was the 9-11 anniversary. I know. What a day to do this deal with Iran. You know, I thought about the optics of that, too. I'm like a... Anybody think about that before they did it? The world's leading, longest-lasting sponsor of terrorism. Jeez. And Al-Qaeda's there. Of course. (laughs) Okay, so if you hadn't heard this story, you got the Biden administration giving Iran $6 billion in this prisoner swap. Okay, so Iran is going to release five Americans. It's detained. Okay. And these five Americans, they were just there. It's not like they were spies or anything. No. Right? I don't know why you'd want to travel to Iran, but whatever. Um, So what about the five that we're giving back to Iran that we have here? Smugglers attempting to support Iran's ballistic missile and nuclear program. So that even a straight-up trade doesn't seem right. right. But the $6 billion on top? Oh, but don't worry about that. That's only going to be used for humanitarian projects. Never fear. What? What do you... Dude, it's a, <laughs> they have a pile of money. They can't move it from one account to the other? No, we're going to keep tabs on that. Well, there is no... Historically, they've really taken good care of their people, so I don't understand what, what we're, we're, quab, we're squabbling about here. Well, anybody you know gets out of line, they're going to kill them. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, I do. And so Lester Holt all people is interviewing the Iranian president about that money for that humanitarian aid, right? Oh, okay. Let's see how that goes. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it. Yeah. We're going to do with whatever we want. And we're going to build more weapons. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but wait a second. No, no, no. No. We're going to go to manly man John Kirby. Oh, geez. So he's on top of this, Scott. Okay. All right. Okay. He's tell us how they're going to spend it, huh? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Never fear. 
And it's not just $6 billion that uh, Iranians are just going to be able to write checks to whenever they want. They can only use this money for humanitarian purposes, and oh. we will have the ability to stop transactions if we don't think they're going in the right direction. Well, yeah, time wrong. out, time out. First of all, and thank goodness, because when the world's in trouble, we count on Iran to step up to the plate with humanitarian aid. Well, now, how many people have they saved across the planet? Yes, they're allies, you know. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, the president just said, we're going to spend any way we want. Kirby's, well, humanitarian efforts only. And we're going to make sure that happens. A bunch of dopes. He goes on. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. He's just wrong. That's not the way the deal has been structured, oh. and that's not the way these funds are going to get dis dispersed. Got it. That's not the way the deal's been structured. <laughs> you think he cares about your deal? He doesn't care about your deal. Well, no. Jackass, no. He's going to do what he wants. He told you flat out he will. Yeah. Golly. Okay. When did we do the swap? That's coming up. So they get five, we get five, and then they get all the money on top of that. Yeah, okay. they get, you know. That seems like a reasonable deal. Yeah. Basically, they get back their people. Um, they were helping build the... Uh, the nukes for Iran. Is there some WNBA star involved in this one, too? Or? Not that I'm aware uh, of. Okay, all right. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they let women play basketball over there. <laughs> did you know today is National Hug Your Boss Day? I, yeah, I, I did know that somehow. How did you know that? I Have you ever it. hugged a boss? No. Ever? <sighs> ever. Maybe once. I had a female boss, and when I left. Oh. I mean, it wasn't like a warm embrace or anything. It was more about, hey, you know kind of thing but i don't think so outside of that i can't think of anyone okay so you're saying you wouldn't hug a dude boss i think it would be awkward but you cut the lady a break that's what you're saying <laughs> cut her a break it just seemed like D did she go the arms out first I, or did you did you offer I think with it was the sort arms of out? like we just both kind of looked your eyes met well i don't know it was it was one of those things i liked her a lot i mean i got along she was a great boss I yeah. got along with her fine. Mm -hmm. She rubbed some people the wrong way, but I got along with her fine. Did you date her? No, I didn't date her. Oh, don't you know? You know? That I would you know? Ask. You know who I was? I've known you, you know, for thirty years. I think it's fair for me to ask you that. question. You know who I'm talking about? I don't. Yeah, you do. You, I don't. You worked with her too. Where? What's the first name? Patty. Oh, I was thinking you had another female boss, didn't you? That was a program director that I don't think you liked. Program director. Yeah. Did I? Ended up in Colorado. Oh, that, well, that was, yeah. <laughs> See? No, that was terrible. That's yeah. who I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I got that you was, now. That was brutal. Yeah. Okay, no hugs for her. No. I'm just surprised it's still a thing after the whole Me Too and everything else, yeah. that it's National Hug Your Boss Day. Yeah. Yeah, see if there's any reports on that. I can uh, see some of these guys, though, with booze on their brother. You come here. <laughs> <laughs> just horrible. Hug me. Well, it's National Hug Your Boss Day. I'm supposed to. That's right. Oh, my God. Guess who was caught in a lie? We will get to that and much more. It could be anybody, right? Straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. There's Scott Robbins. Forget the story we were going to get to. I think I have something that's shocking here. What do you got? I think you're going to be really surprised. Okay. I was sent this, and I... We're going to enjoy this together. Okay. I've heard the whole thing, just a little snippet. All right. Okay, we talked earlier in the show yeah. about legacy media and Good Morning America, all that, today's show. Not at all honest with about this Biden impeachment inquiry. No. 
There's nothing there. There's no doubt about that. Their dishonesty was dripping from it. Yes. No proof they didn't mention anything about no. the bank records, uh-uh. about the shell companies. No. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Are you telling me you could get more truth on The View? No. From Sonny Hostin? No way. No way. Dude. Sonny Hostin's repulsive. I understand. Okay. You've talked about it many times. Racist on TV. Yeah. Yes. And just a mouthpiece. I mean, yes. She's going to go along with the company line here, right? Well, sometimes, yeah. So, unless the company line is too far to the middle, she doesn't like that. What's the faux conservative or Republican oh, on the show? Farrah Griffin. Yeah. Okay, well, so she lays it out. I think there was some impropriety here yeah. with the Bidens, and then and the, whatever. And we'll pick it up with Sonny Hostin. Roll it. People are going to be shocked. I, I completely agree with that. I think that there has been some have more shocking, right? More though. Uh, I think that there has been some impropriety. I think that there are instances where Hunter Biden, in an attempt to show access to the vice presidency, the vice president's office made phone calls to daddy. Those have been taped. I think we have the situation uh, with uh, his work in, in Ukraine. We have the situation with his work in China. There's no way that political influence wasn't a part of that. Whoa. Are you surprised? So far? Unbelievable. What happened? I don't know. Who took Sonny Hostin and replaced her with a lookalike? Huh? Who was hostage? That? Wow. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, I don't know where it's going to go from here, but I'm surprised so far. Go ahead. More. Roll it. I don't like nepotism across the board. I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And so I understand that there is some real concern there. But what is Uh-oh. upsetting to me is that Kevin McCarthy and the Republican, <laughs> this right-wing go. Republican party, is trivializing what impeachment is. <laughs> yeah. High yeah. crimes and misdemeanors. Our former twice-impeached, disgraced former president... Accused of... Accused of um, you know, talking to President Zelensky of, of Ukraine and trying to do a quid pro quo and trade information for arms when his country was about to start a, go into war with Whoa, Russia. Hold on a second. What? All that does is prove Trump was right. Yeah. I'm sure no one's going to point that out. I knew this would turn around at some point, though. It, uh, yes. it had to. I was still surprised at least what she said. Is she going to inject the, racism into this anywhere? Because hmm. that's, a, that's a go-to for Sonny, too. Everything. Everything is. Well, people used to love Joe Biden until he was Barack Obama's vice president. Yeah. Oh, oh. And people still don't like him because no. Obama. Yes. You're making that up now, aren't you? On the spot. This is perfect, though. You had me going there for a second. Well, you, just, like, uh, you try to get into that mindset. It's not yeah. easy. No, I know, but that like was if you good. you try to make On anything, the fly, that was good. Anything yeah. about race. Yeah, they don't like Joe Biden because he was the vice president under Barack Obama. And no white guy should ever be under the under uh, a black guy, right? Is that what we're going to say here? I, I don't. I mean, seriously, I like your line of logic here, though. I really do, dude. Yeah, I mean, from it, Sunny Austin, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's one of the reasons that the people at the Babylon Bee said, you know, honestly, people will say our job is easy. It's not. It's hard because reality. Oh yeah. Things that we would have written, and it happens. I don't know how many times. Six months ago, then becomes reality later on. I, I read today, speaking of the Babylon Bee real quick, that uh, Aaron Rodgers' injury was caused because he wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. That is pretty good. But again, I'm surprised somebody hasn't said that. You know, 
I'll just go ahead. We'll get to this other story later. Um, since we're on the Biden thing. And it was Newsbusters that came out with, you know, they're not being honest about this Biden story right now. But you look at media over time. There's like nine huge Biden scandals that the networks have hidden. All of them. Um, the whole no evidence of wrongdoing. Oh, God. Okay. There were, of course, the, the laptop, right? Yeah. They ignored Hunter's business partner. Eric Schwerin visited the White House 19 times. Yep. That was from April earlier this year. Um, oh, the voicemail from Joe to Hunter on the Chinese business dealings. Yep. That was from June. Yep. I mean, it goes on and on. The big guy alias used by another one of Hunter's business partners. They ignored it. Yep. Zuckerberg admitted FBI told Facebook to censor the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. There was the Burisma bribery scandal. All this stuff just absolutely ignored. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Usually ask David. He's not here. Biggest story of the day, Scott. Well, I th- I think it's the 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 guy in Pennsylvania, the the criminal that was escaped from jail and was on the lam for two weeks, terrorizing people. Big so story. Everybody was freaked out, and it was like five hundred officers on this manhunt, and they finally got him today. Uh, no shots were fired. Nobody was shot. Nobody was killed. Nobody was injured. That was good. He they uh, cuffed him up, and away they went. And they took they took video of it. And already some activists are like, was it necessary to show yourself as some champions leading your prisoner off to, you know. Are you No, I'm serious. No, of course not. And the media not really talking a whole lot about him being here illegally. No, they left that part out. Yeah. All right. News update and the Scott Robbins trifecta straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. The millennial David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. The sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Talking about the Biden impeachment inquiry. We're at day in. Are you tired of this story yet? Um, well, there's twists and turns. There, well, there it's is. I'm just, I'm enjoying this whole media, uh, no evidence people. I mean, it's it's everywhere. Political put it out there. There's Some no other people put it out saying the White House has given a tutorial to the media of how to handle this. They're so lazy. They just go, okay, just do it. Yeah, yeah, no evidence. Why bother? Why bother looking into it, whether or not there is or there isn't? Why Why do that when you just got everything in front of you? And they said, and put oh, heat on these House Republicans yeah. for even doing this. Yeah. You know, the American people have other things on their mind right now. Or a whole lot of people in America that don't even know this exists. Yeah, the Republicans are the one that wants to kill democracy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah, it's comical in a lot of yeah. different ways. But as we watch the media report this story, of course, they did exactly what they're supposed to do. They, and they, they did. No evidence. Oh, absolutely they did. In concert with each other. But it was nice to see this Republican from Pennsylvania, Scott Perry, being asked this question. Do you really don't have any evidence? And this was from the UK's, what, some, Channel 4? Yeah, some outlet. I don't know what it was. Trying with this gotcha. This was the best response I've ever heard. So what actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, political revenge. Oh, I know. Wait. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own 
can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars Ooh. from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And Ooh. Yeah. But when you have the Department of Justice and the Biden administration not cooperating, giving the House Republicans the information they want, then you raise it to this so you can get it because the Department of Justice doesn't want to be bothered with investigating any of this. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. There you go. And that's just it. There you because go. That's you the rub. Yeah. Don't report on it. Yeah. How will they so know? They people are in know. the dark and you do yeah. it on purpose. Yes. Gosh, dang. So I guess it'll be interesting to see as far as how many people we'll talk to over the next week. I say, hey, so what is this whole thing with mm-hmm. Biden or whatever? Right. I haven't heard your show in a while. What, what, what is this? Is this just, you know, Trump, you know, pulling the strings of this sort of thing? If you lay out, you understand that Hunter Biden was getting all this money. And then it was running through these shell companies and paying off different members of the Biden family. Everyone's getting rich except Joe. Who believes that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody that I know of. What's would Trump buy that. got to do with any of this? Well, they say, well, it's the far right part of the party no, what, that's what, forcing Kevin McCarthy stop. to bring forth this impeachment well, inquiry. He didn't want to do it, but no. the, they said they'd remove him if he doesn't cooperate. And it's these right wing nuts led yeah. by the MAGA king. And it's orange man bad. You know, fighting for the soul of democracy. All right, exactly. Here we go yeah. again. Yeah. We're going to give that. talking points to the media, but we're fighting for the soul of democracy. Of course. Got it. Yes. Okay. Are right, you ready for your big yeah, three? Yeah, let's go. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, we've got Robbins trifecta. Helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Well, hello there. How about you as the quarterback for the New York Jets, huh? You got some miles left in you, don't you, Casey? Yes. Okay, there you go. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Three. Uh, this is, I, I, I wanted to use this today because I thought it was clever, number one. And number two, it's something we've kind of talked about before or hinted at anyway. Okay. woman by the name of Stephanie Wynn on X goes by some therapist, wrote this piece uh, when uh, confronted with the whole transgender for children movement. Oh. She said, if your child comes out to you as a pirate, you should celebrate. It's wonderful news that he's discovered his true self. Plus, he's coming out. That means he trusts you with the privilege of knowing something sacred about him and he discovered deep within himself. Make sure he feels affirmed in his identity by swiftly offering to schedule the soonest available appointment with your friendly neighborhood pediatric surgeon. After all, does the small cost of an eye and hand removal surgeries compare to a lifetime of happiness living his authentic identity? It's really a big, fat nothing burger, so don't make it into a big deal. It's no big deal. Most of all, 
Be sure to ignore any haters who try to make you second-guess your child's identity by talking about how piracy is trending or even worse, (laughs) contagious, like some sort of illness. Rest assured, social context has nothing to do with your kid's innermost sense that he needs a hook hand. Child psychiatrists agree. He surely discovered this from a deep well of truth within his precious, wise old soul. Hashtag protect pirate kids. <laughs> I liked that. That is really good. And man. again, uh, I don't know much about Stephanie Wynn, but hey, I'm I'm on board with that one. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to number one. This guy Robin's trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Well, Colin Kaepernick's agent contacted the New York Jets after learning that Aaron Rodgers... I can't... You can't make this nonsense up. No. After finding out that Aaron Rodgers was done for the year, they're like, hey, I got a quarterback over here. Jamel Hill wasted absolutely no time before suggesting Cap should join the Jets to fill the team's quarterback slot. She was cheering it on. I almost made this joke yesterday. And like, I know you much did. Too time's passed. I know, right? Wow. Uh, the Jets are not, however, they issued a statement pursuing Colin Kaepernick to address their immediate need for quarterback depth. I'm told they're look at least uh, down to some options. They are going to narrow it down. He's not on that list, that short list of anyone. Now, we all know that Colin, among other things, wore socks depicting cops as pigs, compared cops to slave catchers, claimed that they can murder people with impunity and get paid leave for it, didn't stand for the anthem, praised Fidel Castro, and compared the NFL combine to a slave auction. But besides that, he's a hell of a guy, and he should be on your team. And if you don't take him, Jets, you know what you are? You are racist! That's it. You know who else is racist? Who's that? Stephen A. Smith and... Well, well, Warren Sapp, to be honest. Really? They don't like the idea either, huh? I, when this got brought up, I'm thinking, wait a second. When he tried out before, these guys came out and said, listen, stop. Right. we got to be done with the Kaepernick crap, right. okay? Yeah. Worked out. What was it Stephen A. said at the end of his whole bit? He done no interviews. He talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants to do anything. He wants the media available now. You see, he don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr, but guess what? It ain't working this time. They was just done with him. And then wasn't this like a year and a half ago he worked out for the Raiders? Yeah, privately, yeah. And people that saw it said it was was terrible. terrible. Yeah. And Warren Sapp thought, how did the video not leak out? He couldn't believe it. I know. He talked about it. I heard it was a disaster. (laughs) I heard it was one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out, right? I mean, somebody wasn't over the bow, over the fence or nothing? Come on, man. <laughs> Someone had to have recorded it. And you are yeah. surprised it never got out. I am surprised. Payoffs. You remember how they had to move it a couple of times, too? Oh, that was the one before. Well, that was the one before where they had yes. to move it so because he was afraid the media would be there. So they last minute moved it so nobody knew where it was going to be. Yeah, that was what Stephen A. was going off on okay, in that clip. That's ridiculous, too. It is ridiculous. The whole thing is dumb, but here we go. It's, we live in a dumb – we're in a dumb spot, so I don't, it doesn't surprise me at all. No, me neither. Yeah, but, There's a third one. Oh, I know. Sorry, Casey. Yeah, Thanks, the Scott Robbins trifecta, right. top three of the day, up to number one. All right. This, is, <laughs> this one involves one of my uh, – she is repellent to me when she comes on TV – I cannot get it's kryptonite. I feel weak when I see her. I have to get to the remote quickly. Christiane Amanpour and CNN are celebrating her 40th anniversary has a 
quote, journalist, post quote, at the network of CNN by selling a commemorative sweater, the proceeds of which will go to a nonprofit for other journalists. For what? So they can have more rewards and pat themselves on the back? I don't know what that means. So for $380, you can get a sweater and sweatshirt that says, be truthful, not neutral. It's a crew neck, Jamie. I saw it. It'll set you back 380 but it's emblazoned with an on-brand message for CNN's journalists or anybody today. Uh, be truthful, not neutral. Uh, and uh, they said most of us uh, wouldn't think of spending $300, $380 on a piece of message clothing, even if it's made of substantially sourced cashmere. Even the description of the sweater is predictably <laughs> it is, precarious, dude. isn't it? What? No self-awareness. Yeah, none whatsoever. Because you're so honest. Look at the track record for crying out loud. I mean, it's just... I'm at poor makes $5 million a year, by the way, from CNN. Yeah, but give this money for journalists. Right. Poor journalists. Unbelievable. And there you have it. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta, the top three of the day. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> she takes herself very seriously. Oh, my gosh, yeah. All right. Another news update. And, of course... Nimrods in the news, straight ahead, right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp out today, back tomorrow. Scott Robbins here. Yep. Okay. I'm going to tie a couple things together. This is interesting. All right. So one of the big stories, of course, is the Biden impeachment inquiry and how legacy media is treating this story. And it's unfortunate because half the country really doesn't understand it. No. And thinks it's just some sort of political retribution from the Republicans. Okay. They don't know about the shell companies, all the millions coming into the Biden family, all that stuff. Okay. You just, in your trifecta, mentioned Christine Amanpool. Yeah, she's great. And again, she's selling a sweater. Yeah, cashmere. That's how much money? Uh, $280. Or over three, something like that, whatever it is? Yeah, $280. Okay. All right. And what does it say on it? Sorry to just put you on the spot. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I had it, it was, here. It, I want to uh, be truthful, not neutral. Yeah, it was, she's so truthful. She it's, is. And she, she says she's a journalist. Well, yeah, well, yes. Award-winning. Oh, of course. Stacks of awards, sir. Okay. And so as you were saying that, I was trying to find a clip. And I couldn't find it right away. But I found it. And the clip was her at the time talking about the Hunter Biden laptop. She was doing an interview, and it was a Republican spokesperson, if I remember right. But saying there, there's nothing to any corruption with the Bidens. Right. Wouldn't verify it. And now, to go back and listen to this, as you know, we see it all play out today, and the media still lying to people, and this person being a journalist, I thought it was worth another listen, because I think you'll enjoy this. As you know perfectly well, I'm a journalist and a reporter, and I follow the facts. And there has never been any issues yes, in terms this. of corruption. Now, let me ask you this. Yesterday, the wait, FBI... Wait, wait, the wait, wait. FBI How do you know that? I'm talking about reporting and any evidence. I'm talking to you now. Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that digging and start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. I want to ask you a question. The FBI, contrary to what president... To find out if this is verified. And they wouldn't do it. No. It's your job. 
it's your job to dig and find the truth. Then you tell us, and then we just parrot it back. Isn't that wild? No. Listening back to that? Well, anytime you have to identify yourself as something, you've lost the argument. I'm not doing you know your who job. I am. No, it's your job. Yeah. You're the journalist. Yeah. It reminds me of Leslie Stahl. Oh, God. With the, the Trump thing? The laptop can't be verifiable. Because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Of course it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie. It can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family hasn't. The family on the laptop. He's gone into hiding for five days. He's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare. I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. Unreal. So let's get back to the name calling. <laughs> she. She never apologized for that either. No. I mean, you know, it's. She just said it, and there it is, and it's out there, and so what? I remember at the time, Megyn Kelly was talking about that exchange yeah. and, and was floored by it. She sounded like a whiny, petulant, unprepared, like, newbie reporter yeah. in the tape. I <laughs> she did. And went on to say... So many people held her in high regard for so long, Leslie Stahl. And that interview with Trump showed everybody she had been propped up for years oh, by staff. Like, here's your questions here. And then you can edit the tape to make her look like she's really giving you the hard questions and she's holding you accountable. But it was Trump releasing the raw of the entire interview where she looked like a complete hack. Brutal. Was just completely exposed. Yep. Man, oh, man. But she's won awards, too, you know. Oh, and in the end, what does that mean? Nothing. I mean, dude, pretty much any business, you can find people that have won awards that are complete freaking hacks. Yeah. It's everywhere. So it doesn't really mean a whole lot. All right, we got to get to that. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the News. Uh, all about David here. We're doing a story from his hometown. Oh, yeah? Houston. Somebody gained access to an electronic construction sign, changed the message displayed on it. Instead <laughs> of the old road work up ahead or whatever, yeah. it just said, due to weather, go bleep yourself. <laughs> God dang it. Now, would you say it's a Nimrod that would do something like that? Yeah, no, it's kind of a cool guy I'd like to hang out with. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't yeah. deserve to be a Nimrod? Is that what I you're saying? Because it made you laugh. Not my world. It would. Yep. Still Nimrod's in the news. 